What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I am Justin Martindale, and I just want to say right off the bat, the holidays are here. There's no escaping them. Uh, We are in it for the long haul, and I encourage all of you listeners to get your loved ones some cozy earth this Christmas holiday season, whatever you believe in. (laughs) So I have a promo code for you guys. If you use promo code 40Justin, you are going to get 40% off your final purchase at CozyEarth.com. I am telling you, I am getting them for all of my loved ones uh, this holiday season. For those of you who are my loved ones, Surprise, (laughs) you're all getting cozy earth. I am actually wearing the hoodie right now. I have the pants on as well. It is the perfect temperature adjustment material, bamboo made. Uh, I got the sheets, the pillowcases, the socks. I mean, I have the comforter. I have the bath towels. I have the joggers. I am a, what do they call it? An ambassador for CozyEarth.com. So make sure to use that promo code 40Justin to get 40% off your final purchase. And like, take a picture in them and send them to me. I'd love to see how they look on you. Anyways, with that being said, happy holidays from just saying. Yeah, I thought that went really well. That was a good promo. Okay, getting into today's topics. I was cursed and blessed over the weekend by this advertisement that came out featuring uh, the newest darling of Christmas, Lindsay Lohan. We have talked about Falling for Christmas on Netflix. We have talked about the Lohanaissance on Just Sayin', and she has blessed us, or cursed us, I can't figure it out yet, with this ad for Pepsi Cola, in which she mixes Pepsi and milk and calls it Pilk. I know. And I just want you guys to listen to the commercial. She's dre- uh, she's decked out as like a slutty Miss Santa Claus, which I'm totally here for. So here we go. Okay, I have a lot of things to unpack here. She says, nice with the Pepsi, naughty with the milk, pilk, stop trying to make pilk happen, it's not going to happen. And then drinks it and says, that's one dirty soda. We're trying it. (laughs) It's like, I picked up a Pepsi from Pink Dot. I can't even tell you the last time I had a Pepsi. When was the last time you had a Pepsi, John? Uh, I don't know. I'm not poor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I am not a Pepsi person. Pepsi's for poor people. But it reminds me of that Britney Spears interview from like years ago where she's like, Pepsi, I drink Pepsi. Well, I love Pepsi. No, Pepsi, just regular Pepsi. I love Pepsi. Like, you're like, I, what are you I did just on? see that new, that, did you see the new documentary? What? Uh, Pepsi, Where's My Jet? It's actually really good. Do you remember the Pepsi points? Pepsi points? Yeah, in the oh, 90s. Yeah. yeah, so you used to be able to, like Marlboro, you used to be able to collect the points from the Pepsi. Yeah, and then Pepsi and Marlboro go well together, they do. I feel. I mean, it's all trash. Uh, but you used to be able to cash in the Pepsi points for merch. Uh-huh. So the commercial, it showed, hey, it, like it would show a cool guy walking around. It would be like, T-shirt, 3,000 points. Glasses, 4,000 points. Right, I remember that. So the end of the commercial, he lands at his school in a, in a fighter jet. And it says, fighter jet, 7 million points. Well, of course, some asshole was like, well, I'm going to call your bluff. And tried to get a fighter jet out of Pepsi and found a way to get 7 million points and raise the money to get the points for the fighter jet advertised in the commercial. It's, a, it's an interesting documentary on the... A lot of people think we've gotten stupider since the 90s. No, we were just as terrible then, too. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty smart for back then. Uh, what is this on? Uh, Netflix. It's actually okay. it's more. Pepsi it's more, where's my jet? Yeah, it's I think two or three episodes. I fell asleep during the third one yesterday, but it was pretty good. Pepsi where's my jet is the dude where's my car of sodas. Yeah, basically. That's it. Okay, so here we go. We're gonna pour the Pepsi in. Nice. I love that she just 
God, I just love her. She just sounds like an ashtray. For those of you it. who aren't aware, we just built this new studio that Justin's about to, sh to shit his pants in. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm, yeah, <laughs> full-on holiday area. <laughs> holiday squirts over here. The worst of the areas. Yeah, no, and then you should have seen the guy at the Pink Dot when I bought, I bought vitamin D milk. What? I don't even know what that is. I couldn't even tell you the last time I actually had milk. So yeah, I drink oat milk or almond milk. And I was like, this is just full. Oh God, this is gonna be fucking sick. Okay. Was that a lot of milk? Okay. Uh, I don't like the way, I, I don't like the way it's looking already. I, the... Okay. Well, here's the thing before I drink this. To me, this is like a root beer float. Like in Texas, we grew up, we had like root beer floats, which is just vanilla ice cream and root beer. And it was fine. So I'm like, how bad can milk and Pepsi be? Oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, no, it's curdled. Wait, the milk is exposed. No, I don't no. think it's curdled. I think that's what happens when you put. You like, drink it like this? If you put milk in a soda stream, that's what's happening. Sick. And she, Lindsay Lohan drank that. Okay, here we go. Cheers. Oh, God. Oh, man. Bless your heart, Justin. Anything for the gag. It's Pepsi. <laughs> There's nothing to it. This is um, false advertisement. Um, yeah, it's just gross. Yeah, so there's this is all marketing. It's to get people to drink more milk. Yeah, there's nothing special about this. So Lindsay Lohan needed a check, and she got it. But yeah, there's nothing special about that. It's kind of like I lost a little bit of my Christmas magic. That's how I felt. I felt betrayed. That's you know? actually your insides just melting. Well, I mean, I'll just drink a Pepsi now that I have it. But I didn't want it. But now I have it. You know? It's the gift that no one asked for. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, that's all it tastes like. Anyways, Pilk, get out of here. All right. <laughs> Speaking of broken dreams, um, let's get into some topics. Um, let's see. What do I want? Oh, I wanted to start with um, this woman. This story came to me where this woman was talking uh, to uh, reporters how she has to now tell her kids Spoiler alert, if there's kids in the car with you, listen to this later. I don't want to ruin Christmas. I don't want people like moms DMing me being like, you ruined it. So here we go. This woman, you've been warned. This woman told reporters that she has to tell her kids that Santa isn't real because she can't afford to buy them presents for Christmas. Bullshit. This made me so angry. I got so angry because I love Christmas magic. And sure, granted, whatever. But like I like I talked on the on the Krampus on the Comedy Store Horror Podcast about Krampus, you've now ruined Christmas and Krampus is gonna wipe out your whole damn town. So make some shit up. Also, you don't have to buy anything. Just make something. Like make something from the heart. That's what I hate about. Christmas, it's just so materialistic. I'm going to burp. <laughs> Hold on. I uh, hope it's a burp. I hope it's a burp. Mind you, before this podcast started, I had to burp. And John had his headphones on, and he was like, it sounds like a dead girl trying to get through the microphone. That's what you said my burp sounded like. A dead girl. Because it, it wasn't a burp. It was a... Uh, That's how I burp. I've never had... I've never, like, belched. What do you mean you've never belched? I've never belched. I, I had colic when I was a baby, and I never learned how to burp. It sounds like somebody who's trying to softly let out a fart. That's what it sounded like. Like you don't want to make a big a, a big to do, so you just slowly let it leave. That yeah, you'll hear what it probably. That? It sounds like that's the, not a burp. It sounds like the lady from the. Garage. What happens if you try to belch? Yeah, it's like a. Uh, yeah, that's what. It, no, it's terrible. It's that's weird. not. That's not healthy. So if you hear that, that's just me. So this woman. Who's 30, by the way. Of course she's 30. She's like, I'm stuck playing Bill Roulette. And her family is struggling amid the cost of living crisis. Sure. Yes. Everything is terrible right now. 
However, don't be that mom to ruin your kid's fucking imagination. Oh, she's from Scotland. She used to be a manager for Samsung, but had to give up the job she loved after unexpectedly falling pregnant. <laughs> she unexpectedly <laughs> fell pregnant. How? With her fourth child. With childcare costs at an all-time high, she says her universal credit payments can't cover her soaring bills as they only cover a maximum of two children. So the 30-year-old who has four children under 10, Jesus, now says she feels physically ill. Yeah. Oh, after it's probably the thought fifth. of affording Christmas. It's probably a fifth child. That's, she's sick with a fifth child. Yeah. Speaking on TikTok, uh, here we go. The mom said... Uh, is it going to get to a point where I'll have to tell my kids the truth about Christmas and about where these things come from? Are we going to have to say, mom and dad are in control of these things. We can't make it happen this year. I don't want my kids thinking, oh, what if I've not been good? What's happened? She added, it's horrific leading up to Christmas. It makes me physically ill. My daughter has her birthday just before Christmas as well. So I'm essentially Christmas shopping for four and birthday shopping as well, which with them, which then feels like I'm shopping for five. Well, the way you're going, baby, you're going to be getting another fifth kid there soon. What would you have told them instead? Let's just say you're having an issue. What, what would you have told the kids? I would have said Santa is busy with all the other kids and we just got out of a pandemic. So Santa has to catch up with all the other children and babies that have been born during those two years of COVID. Easy. I just thought of that. Yeah. I would have said Santa has COVID. You would <laughs> Santa. Has... Well, what you're saying is, uh, what you're saying is Santa has COVID. Yeah. What you're saying is Santa found kids that were more, is dealing with the kids that are more important than yeah. you. That doesn't help the kids. Uh, you just say Santa has COVID. Santa has COVID. Problem solved. The, ra or the, reindeer, the reindeers yeah. died. Oh, don't do the reindeer died. Uh, That's sad. Santa has COVID is valid. Santa has COVID. He doesn't believe in vaccines. He's high risk. He's overweight. He's high risk. He's overweight. He can't get his diabetes medication nope. because all these young women in Hollywood are using <laughs> it to fucking stay thin when actual diabetics need it. So, yeah. He's high risk. He's diabetic. He doesn't believe in vaccines. He's gearing up for January 6th. I don't know. Santa could be doing anything. But I, you don't have to just tell your kids, like, bye, Santa isn't real. Yeah, Santa has COVID next year. Work harder, right? <laughs> be, and also, be better. Be, be a better mom. Come on. It's not hard. But I do feel bad for kids. Um, who do have a birthday during Christmas. I just think that sucks. Do you know anybody with their... Um, I'm eating a cookie. Do you know anybody who has a birthday during the holidays? I have I have a friend... I have two friends who have birthdays on Christmas Day. Ugh. And then my best friend's birthday is New Year's Eve. Ugh. It's the worst, right? I think New Year's Eve is way worse. Because my two friends that have it on Christmas Day are Jews, so they could still meet with their Jewish friends or whatever. But the New Year's Eve... You're shit out of luck. Nobody yeah, wants New to hang Year's out Eve, with you. No one gives a shit about your birthday. Yeah. Or like Halloween. I think like any Halloween. I mean, yeah. if you have a Thanksgiving birthday, whatever. It's just really basic. You know, you're like, oh, happy birthday. Here's turkey. You're also getting the same fucking meal every day on your birthday. When's your birthday? March 20th. Okay. Yeah. So the I, first day of spring. Yeah. That, that, that seems pretty clear of holidays. My birthday was always the weekend of Super Bowl. So Sundays were out That's of the question. Fun. No, I mean, not when you were a kid. What is like, that, January? Yeah, not when you were a kid because the, the parents had to want to take their kids to your party. So it was only oh, Super Bowl right. Sunday. But then 9-11 happened and they pushed the Super Bowl. So my birthday started being free around 2001. Thank God. <laughs> I'm glad 9-11 I'm glad <laughs> helped with your birthday. <laughs> that, that's, oh the, that's the running joke that I should stop making. <laughs> if it hadn't been for 9-11, you would have just still had your birthday during the Super Bowl. It would have been a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I know. But see, you also have Christmas break, which sucks because you're out of school for Christmas. So like all your friends are like doing their family stuff. Mine also kind of sucked because mine fell during spring break. Ooh. So I couldn't like be in school with like, like, yeah, it's my birthday today. You know, it was yeah. always like everyone was gone for spring break. You couldn't have the, break. Sco the school party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
It was kind of lame. Well, anyways, don't ruin Christmas, you Scottish Grinch. You know why? Because Gen Z is going to do it for you. That's where we're at. Remember Gen Z, those Zoomers, I think they're being called. I'm, I, I saw Christina Pazitsky call them Zoomers. So I think we're, I'm going to call them Zoomers. I think that's hysterical. Gen Z has canceled everything. Uh, skinny jeans. Um, they canceled uh, side parts. Uh, they've canceled a whole bunch of stuff. And now... Literacy. Literacy. <laughs> yeah. Talent. <laughs> um, all of the above. The Gen Z generation seems to be a real Grinch this holiday season as they are calling on parents to tell their children Santa is a myth. The hashtag, this is a hashtag. So if you have kids on TikTok, just... God damn, this is really pissing me off. I'm getting really upset about this. The hashtag, hashtag Santa isn't real has amassed over 14 million views on TikTok as Gen Z desperately tries to persuade others to teach their children Santa is fake. Parents of the generation are attempting to destroy the jolly spirit of Santa during Christmas because they don't want to, quote, lie to their children. Heads up, they already are. We don't need Santa to lie about. We can lie to our children about anything. Where did dad really go? Yeah, I mean, most of these parents that have this mentality make their children believe that everything's good at home. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. You got some problems here. Yeah, many parents are now taking to social media to encourage other parents to ban Santa Claus from Christmas altogether. <sighs> so, with that being said, Gen Z's demands come after the child-rearing technique, gentle parenting, boo, gained traction after many celebrities such as Alicia Silverstone revealed she uses the technique with her 11-year-old boy who sleeps in the same bed as her. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we have other Sh problems. Shut up. Yeah. She already lies to him and tells him that's normal. And also, didn't she feed him like he was a baby bird when he was like 10? <laughs> I think I remember seeing that video of like this like grown child just arching its head back and she's like spitting out chewed steak in his mouth or something. <laughs> so Alicia Silverstone is saying, I need to stop eating. I'm just eating during my podcast. She said that she's promote, promoting the attachment of parent and child relationships. No, many parents are now taking to social media to encourage other parents to ban Santa Claus. No, no. Uh, did, did, maybe I just digested that wrong but is she is she it sounds like she's promoting incest what do you mean promoting incest the child parent relationship oh what? no she's saying like to grow up it's just it's like you sleep in bed with her kid it's like you can't detach from your child like you are now like a like one thing oh you were in trouble it's weird we're, it's like yeah when your 11 year old sleeps with you like normally like what? That's really weird. Oh, here we go. Santa isn't real. Jesus is. Okay. So now that's someone on TikTok. They say, you not lying to your kids about Santa should be a crime. Let them have imagination. Yes, I'm with you on that one. Here's another TikToker. You're the Grinch. You have no holiday spirit. I agree. So people are coming on both sides having this argument about like, who, who, like, who are you? Yeah, look at these people lying to them about Santa... Things I won't be doing with my kids for Christmas. Lying oh to them about God. Santa. And they, no offense. If you they don't all believe look in like Christmas, you don't get to participate in Christmas. You don't get to do those like matching pajama pictures. You don't get to do a Christmas card. If you're just going right after the big guy from the North Pole, you don't get it. You don't get to, you don't get it. I, they all, and no offense, the, all these people look like white trash that don't have chimneys. So I get that. Yeah. Can't wait to have a Pepsi and milk. Look at this one. Children are honest. I can't help that I'm raising a leader and not a follower. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Oh you are God. the worst. If you chose not to let your kids believe in Santa, that's fine. Just make sure to educate them not to ruin it for others who do believe. Thank you. I wouldn't want to be a teacher in that classroom. No. <laughs> With this woman? With just the crying kids when yeah, one... Yeah, that's just really fucked up. And it makes me think about Krampus. Because, like, the little boy in Krampus is, like, 
still believes in Santa Claus and he writes Santa a letter and then like his lesbian cousins like make fun of him and bully him and he rips up the letter and throws it out the window and then what happens his whole town is destroyed by his uh getting rid of his Christmas wish and giving up the Christmas spirit I think it's so lame it's it's a lot there are worse things to believe like in. you're a Jew like how would that work for Hanukkah would it be like I don't believe in the Maccabees I as a Jew who does already doesn't believe in anything I think uh <laughs> I mean I believe in the Holocaust let's make it clear I believe in the Holocaust let's be clear we that are happened. pro we are pro Jew on this podcast yes. um no I would be upset if if we just all agreed Santa wasn't a thing anymore yeah he is a thing he's a character is he real does he do whatever but no but he's like he's a part of I wouldn't even say American. He's a part of world. He's folklore. Yeah. He's, he's the, the spirit. I mean, it's like, even like, so in the Jewish, in the Jewish tradition, they have what? The candles, right? The, yeah. The oil that lasts for eight days. Yeah. Right? All of a sudden they found but oil. But we believe in that? Yeah. Is that like, wait till like some like June Z <laughs> yeah. TikTokers get on there and they're like, this isn't real. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, they're Haven't the, the Jews been through enough? Leave our oil alone. Yeah, they're the worst. So I say, let's not ban Santa. However, I have an idea. For the new year, we ban something else. That's right, the Kardashians. Who is with me? Louder! I'm <laughs> Scream! I'm in. <laughs> This guy, I saw this today. Actually, someone DM'd me this, and whoever you are, thank you for your service. Uh, it's called hashtag card block, K-A-R-D. This British man created an app that filters out all mentions of the Kardashians. And I am here for it. Not everyone is interested in keeping up with the Kardashians. This app, uh, it's about to be introduced that's specifically designed for the folks that are tired of hearing about the daily antics of Kylie and Kendall. Or the latest product being hawked by the Kardashian sisters. British viral marketer James Shamsey announced the app called Cardblock this week in an interview with the Daily Beast. 21. Yes. See, that's like that's doing the Lord's work. 21-year-old Shamsey said that he created the app, which filters any mention of Kim, Kanye, Chris, Kendall, Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> from the user's <laughs> newsfeed. Wait. Because he was tired of being bombarded by Kardashian Jenner news. He says basically what was happening was that there were Kardashians everywhere and I wanted to do something about that, he said. But for me, when I follow names, I am not doing it to get a constant stream of updates on the Kardashians. Shamsi said today's news outlets are constantly reporting on the Kardashians rather than more important news. Thank you. God damn, I've been saying this for years. I am interested in deeper issues, but every platform seems interested in Kardashian news to the point that everything else gets crushed. Not only will Cardblock cause stories about Kylie Jenner's lips and Kim Kardashian's relationship with Kanye West to vanish, but it will also replace any Kardashian-related links with helpful news stories. I'm in. Oh my God, not all heroes wear capes. The concept here is to replace Kardashian links with ones to charitable causes of all kind, but our ultimate goal is even bigger than just that. We are looking to disrupt the entire digital advertising space. We want to replace all advertising with donation links and important news widgets. Shamsi claims that his Cardblock app already has over 20,000 subscribers, 20,001, I'm going to be signing up right after this, who are eager to banish the Kardashian clan from their news feeds. In the future, he hopes to amend the app so that it's customizable uh, and users are able to eliminate news about other certain celebs and products from their internet browsing. We want to build a customization feature as well, one that will let you get rid of Kardashian news, Bieber news, as well as advertisements. Whoa, way to throw in Justin Bieber there. So I am all about this. I cannot wait. Even on the way to get my pilk, still not a thing. Sunset Boulevard, it's just Kim, 
Kim, Kim earbuds, Kim for this, Kim for that. And I'm like, it's gross. It's just so gross. And also with all this Balenciaga backlash, you know what? Maybe put the brakes on them for a bit. It should be anyone affiliated with them also. I don't want to hear Kanye's name ever again. I don't, I don't again. want to hear Kanye's name. I don't want to hear uh, Elon Musk's name. I'm just kind of done with all of these shitheads. Yeah. I'm over it. I mean, like, let's talk about, like, actual um, actual celebrities. Like you Billy know? Zane. Like like Chris Christie. Or you, Billy Zane. Should we talk about Billy Zane? Oh, we'll get into Billy Zane oh, in a I'm minute. So, I, I've been upset for four days. That's a oh. teaser. Should we just talk about Billy Zane real quick? Let's tease. Let's make him listen. Let's get, okay, you let's guys got to stay tuned because we got a Billy Zane update. This week's episode is brought to you in part by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. As your calendar starts to fill up this season, you can count on HelloFresh to get you some of your free time back by making cooking simple and quick. Each recipe and pre-portioned ingredients come right to your doorstep so you can skip the grocery store and a lot of the prep time. HelloFresh's festive eats make mealtime a snap. Choose from holiday-inspired dinner recipes, seasonal add-ons, or even a three-course offering, all designed to make holiday meals extra yummy and easier than ever. Traveling over the holidays, HelloFresh has plans that work with your schedule, change your preferences, delivery day, and address in just a few clicks. I honestly love HelloFresh because as a comic going on the road all the time, I don't get a lot of time to go to the grocery store. So I'll just get some uh, meals, click on them, have them scheduled at the time I want them to come, and they are there in a jiffy, all in a nice reusable box, a recyclable box with um, some nice ice packaging in them as well to keep all of your ingredients cool and fresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Just18 and use code Just18 for 18 free meals plus free shipping. Hooray! That's HelloFresh.com slash Just18. Use code Just18 for 18. That's so many meals. 18 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Chris Christie, uh, this this big bag of potatoes. Um, <laughs> uh, the holidays are here, and it's weird because my algorithm on my social media um, is just bulges and people on fights, uh, people in fights on airplanes. I don't know why. But I was scrolling through, and it's just people fighting on airplanes. Now, I have a bit in my stand-up about what I would do in that situation if there was a, if I ever encountered a, an outburst on an airplane. And here's what I would do. Nothing. Because <laughs> I do not want to get involved with a psychopath 30,000 feet in the air. But with that being said, this story stuck out because there was another video I saw. So let me read this uh, first article to you. Chris Christie's niece bit and kicked deputies trying to escort her off a Spirits Airlines flight. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor thing. I bet she drinks Pepsi. <laughs> After she asked passengers who she thought were Latino... Oh, God. If they were smuggling cocaine. <laughs> so many wrong things in one so headline. Much, so much in one headline. So let's get into this story. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie's 25-year-old niece. See, you go from a 21-year-old who's doing something for good to a 25-year-old turd niece she was arrested on a handful of charges, including six counts of battery after causing a scene on a Spirit Airlines flight. I mean, if you're going to cause a scene in the air, it better be on a Spirit Airlines flight. Um, departing from Louis Armstrong International Airport on Thanksgiving Day. Ooh, this woman is trash. Before the plane's departure for New Jersey, Shannon Epstein. 
What? Oh, boy. I mean, the name alone, you should be on your best behavior at all times. Um, reportedly made passengers uncomfortable after asking a family she perceived to be Latino if they were smuggling cocaine. Captain Jason Rivarde of the ja uh, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office told the Times Picayune, that is in uh, Louisiana, I believe, right? Sounds like it. After employees requested she be removed from the flight, Epstein resisted and began struggling with the deputies. Um, six deputies were injured, including one who was bit by Epstein. Another deputy was kicked in the groin, the outlet reported. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Epstein was eventually detained after seven deputies handcuffed her to a chair. But the politician's niece reportedly taunted law enforcement by telling them they would get in trouble for arresting her as a result of Chris Christie's connections to former President Donald Trump, the outlet reported. Gross. Epstein was released from Jefferson Parish Correctional Center the same day, Thanksgiving miracle, after paying $10,750 in bail. She's set to appear in court on January 23rd. The case will most likely end up under the jurisdiction of a federal court due to federal laws that pertain to passenger disruptions on planes. Oh, man. She was asking Latinos if they were smuggling drugs. Sounds like she was smuggling cocaine. She's the cocaine bear of the skies. I mean, I think I'm not even sure Spirit Airlines isn't a drug front. <laughs> the, whole, the whole the whole plane the is whole a drug airline, front. Yeah. The whole airline. The whole airline. I mean, come on. I mean, there's so many things. First of all, it sounds like she was a cocaine bear. If you don't know what Cocaine Bear is, watch the trailer. Elizabeth Banks is like the EP on it. I remember hearing about this last year when I taped a pilot with Elizabeth Banks. And she was like, oh, yeah, my movie Cocaine Bear comes out. And I was like, what the hell's Cocaine Bear? And she never told me. Then I saw the trailer, which looks bonkers. <laughs> it looks so cr it out looks, of control. I, I can't wait. It sounds like this Chris Christie's niece yeah. was full on Cocaine Bear, where it took seven dudes to hold her down. And she's like, like, no, you're on cocaine. Miss, she's just, on cocaine, not the Latinos. Miss, you just bit us. Maybe she was asking them because she wanted them. She wanted some, you know. God, this is foul. Look at that. <laughs> look at my look at my Pepsi milk. Oh my God, it's, it's like wait, hold, hold it up to the. Look at that. This is what Lindsay Lohan is selling. Lindsay Lohan is is advertising this trash. It is literally for those of you who are listening. It looks like the bottom of a turtle tank. <laughs> an aquarium you used to have in school when your teacher never cleaned out the water. <laughs> so so specific. I, I, and I, yes, absolutely right. Yeah. The bottom of a turtle tank. Yeah. Happy holidays, everyone, from Pepsi and milk. <laughs> All right. So also, there was a story about this woman on a plane that I read this week where it's always it's always just some... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the pressure in the cabin that makes people just snap. Because I feel like if you're up in the air, someone's going to have a mental break, which is terrifying. There was this woman. I don't know exactly where it was, but they were up in the air. And you know what she did? She stood up, goes over to the emergency exit, and tries to open the door. Why, John, you ask? Because Jesus told her to. Jesus told this woman to open the emergency exit um, and suck everybody out of the plane. He's, he's been known for, for his pranks. You know what? I'm kind of on Santa's team at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Santa would never tell me to open up the airplane exit door. But honestly, I think it's getting to that point. I've also had that, um, that kind of a year, I went on my first like Instagram rant yes or the other day where I'm fed up with people stopping in the middle of the street, driving their car, and then they'll stop. And then they'll just turn on their hazards and you're supposed to go around them even though you're going the flow of traffic. Happens in residential areas. It's usually like a Lyft driver, an Uber driver, a UPS truck, something we're just dropping people off on the on the main street and everyone has to like stop because of you and it drives me insane. So 
I think I have enough anger in my body to where if somebody was acting up on an airplane that I would be like, absolutely not grab them, pull them down. And, but then would I get in trouble for it? I would be very mad if the flight attendants yelled at the person trying to not get us sucked out of a plane. I would jump on that person. Yeah, if I would you, sta- that if you stand up to stop that person and then you get in trouble, I'd be like, no, 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 guys, we're mad at the wrong person. This one. I'm not going to risk a plane crash for some idiot who's like, I got to yeah. do this. Jesus told me to. No. I, I feel like the pandemic fucked a lot of people up and, and like we should all have to take evaluations before we go into a big public space now. I agree with you 100%. I thought about that too. I go, they're going to have to start checking people's mental yeah. health before. Don't worry about my shoes. Worry about what's up here. because exactly. I'm fucking, Enough with my shoes. That's where the dangerous shit is. He doesn't need a bomb to open the fucking door. But also get TSA pre-check. Jesus. That too. Uh, uh, if you go to JFK, which I learned this time, uh-huh. The pre-check line is longer than the regular line. So all those pre-check suckers had to wait online to get back to L.A. No, you don't. Uh, yeah, they did. You and can also get clear. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Clear is a uh, scanning system where it checks your eyes. I'm sure it knows all. <laughs> it knows where your parents live and everything once you do it. But it gives you like pre-access to... Uh, 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 What's it called? The TSA agent. So you get to like cut the line. I'm good. Clear. I don't need to pay more money to these airports. I also have clear and TSA pre-check. Well, you know what? I like the peasant experience. Well, I also like not crashing in an airplane. But you know what? If my death in an airplane can fix a young child's birthday, so be it. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) It's what I, it's the gift that I will leave behind. Um, speaking of young children, not in that way. That's weird. Um, that's weird. Speaking of speaking of babies and kids, I love a. I love one of these. Um, what are they called? Tallies, lists of like what are going to be the most popular baby names of 2023, because my name was one of the popular names back in the day, because I was in school with nine other John, uh, nine other Justins. There was like 10 Jennifers and the teacher would always be like, Justin. And all the Justins would be like, which one? Like we were cool. So then they started calling us by our last names, which now I'm either J Mart or Martindale or whatever. So J Mart. That's kind of funny. J Mart's what my friends call me. They're like, J Mart. Yeah. That was my stomach growling from the pilk. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to shit all over the studio. (laughs) Oh God, let me out. Let me out. (laughs) You're going to shilk. But also, let's block the Kardashians because I feel like that's how I, they're always like, Kim Kardashian reveals today that she had horrible explosion diarrhea. It okay, literally just... went everywhere. And there was corn. Yeah. Too much. Too much. Block them. Okay, let's give the, the next generation of kids uh, our best wishes. Here wait, but some... wait, wait, wait. But uh, how do they figure this out? Because it's one thing to say these are the unique baby names of 2022 because uh-huh. we're ending 2022. Mm-hmm. These unique baby names will be the most popular in 2023. Just because they've done like polls of like, you know, women who want to be moms, dads who are like, uh. oh, yeah, we're thinking about having our baby and we're thinking about naming her or him or them this. That's awful. So, the team, here it is, the team from the parenting website, Nameberry, uh, released a list Monday of the 23 baby names it believes will rise to the top in 2023. Forget Olivia and Emma and Liam and Noah. Get out of here. The chief baby names for 2022, celebrities like Billie Eilish, Dolly Parton, and Scarlett Johansson are predicted to make an impact in the coming year. The name Billy for Eilish, Jolene for Parton's smash hit, and Cosmo for Johansson's young son lead the pack. Additionally, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle may have inspired a generation of parents as Archie, the name of their three-year-old son, lands on the Rising Stars list. Perhaps in a nod to headline-grabbing, actress-director Olivia Wilde, name Barry even suggested Wilde, is an under-the-radar celebrity favorite right now that could also be fun with alternative spellings like W-I-L-D or W-Y-L-D-E. 
Writers for the site say girls will continue to be given boyish nicknames like Charlie and Frankie, as has been the trend in recent years. I've seen quite a few parents considering this handsome name lately, mostly for their sons, but it could easily work for a girl too. The name uh, Alden, A-L-D-E-N. Halston is the next Haley Halley Hadley, name Barry added. The name Omri, meanwhile, is a fresh biblical option that sports the soft sounds many parents are loving right now and gives me similar vibes to names like Henry, Ezra, and Arlo. Combine the trendy ever sound with an adventurous outdoorsy feel in tune with recent Fast Risers, Atlas, and Wilder, and you get Everest. The site explained, it feels like a natural successor to popular Everett, but with a cool twist. I hate everything about this article. It, you, <laughs> what you just read was actual nonsense. It was actual nonsense where somebody just said, I'm going to give my opinion on nothing and provide nothing. This is hardcore journalism, John. I will let you know. We, you're going you're gonna to be walking down the street one day. And someone's going to be like, Everest, wait for the crosswalk sign to change. And you're going to say, don't listen to your mom, Everest. Keep walking. And that little kid or teenager or whatever. Like, well, I I'm trying to make sense of what you just read. I was like, Olivia Wilde, she's popular. They might just use Wilde. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wild. Like as, like as a kid name. Wild. Wilder. Wildest. Oh, my God. I hate this article so much. Um, Everett. Everest. Everest, yeah, Mount Everest. This is such a, like, this is the internet in a nutshell. Yeah. Like, let's just write to write. And, of course, it's covered by the New York Post, but it's like, we just need content. Write whatever you want. Well, I saw someone maybe like Elizabeth Scarlett Johansson. Maybe they'll name her baby, their baby after her. Yeah, why not? Oh, God, I hate the world. I would like, I'd name a baby Scarlet. I like Scarlet. Uh, that's what I thought it was leading towards. Yeah, no. No. What if it was like Joe? Yeah. Like Joe. Billy Joe. Something like that. All right. Speaking of Scarlet Johansson, who is one of my favorite Marvel actors, this one uh, has definitely had everyone's tongue wagging. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I said this uh, before we started podcasting i is it i can't tell if it's tenok or tenoch speaking of baby names to never have <laughs> tenoch or tenok huerta confirms that his bulge was edited out of black panther wakanda forever now i have not seen wakanda forever yet have you you said you saw it yeah do you remember tenoch's um bulge if the bulge was there, I would have noticed it, like mm. that picture right there. Mm -hmm. I did not notice a bulge. I noticed because the ears. Marvel smoothed it out. Yeah. Said no. So there was a lot of rumors. They were like, wait, because in the trailer, I think I remember seeing, I remember all the gays were like, yes, Namor, give it to us. And then. <laughs> Is that what the gays were saying? <laughs> yes, you underwater daddy. Let us have it. Um, and then in the movie, the gays were also quick to notice like, hey, we saw Bulge in the trailer. Where is it? We always notice things like that. Theo James in White Lotus this season had a full on dong moment. And everyone was like, was that his junk? We want to know. We want to know if that's actually your junk or not. You know? And of course it wasn't. Someone made this big penis for him to have on while he did that changing scene in White Lotus. But we're, we will notice. If there is nudity, we like it. If we can free the nipple, then damn it, free the bulge. So, Tenoch Huerta confirmed his bulge was edited out of the final cut of Black Panther Wakanda Forever after a viral photo showed the actor looking much more well-endowed in the movie's trailer than on the big screen. Um, he says, the only thing that I can say is the original was the photo on the right when asked in a recent interview whether he was okay with the CGI without the bulge. That's original. What? Oh, that's the original one. Okay. Huerta 41 added that he didn't want to lie to people telling the magazine, every man in the world, we have fragile masculinity, but not in that issue. I will say the right one, the real one is the photo on the right. So yeah. 
What was he going to say? No, the real one's on the left. They added bulge on the right. Oh, that would suck to be added bulge. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one would know. It'd be like your dark secret. I mean, they wouldn't have to add bulge unless his superpower came from his dick. There's no reason to add bulge unless that's a focus of his superpower, which if it we wasn't. can, if we can, if we can make boobs look bigger, then why not have uh, some underwear also has uh, like, you know, like a like a thing. I don't know what you're doing. It looks like you're fisting a cow. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a you you put your you put your 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 penis and your balls in a in a it's like a, a shelf oh yeah, yeah yeah it like pops it out the hammock it's like a yeah banana hammock yeah, yeah. yeah so i mean that's kind of like sad also here here i i hope this doesn't come off as racist but i have to imagine if they did this to a black actor he would have been like no no, no we're keeping that bulge in i have a good bulge i embrace my bulge yeah <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I think it's one thing to be comfortable with your bulge, but also it's like if this is a movie for kids, like they're not kids aren't giving a shit about bulges. That's weird. No, but I, I, I imagine parents wouldn't want their kid to be like, Whoa, what's that? What's he? He's got a weapon in his pants. Here we go. I solved the problem. That's hot. And it's natural. And also he's like a superhero. He better have a Big old honker. I like that they CGI'd his balls out, but his dick out, but they CGI'd wings on his feet in. Yeah. And, it's like, and what, also what we have this doing? like weird blue person. With... Well, you have to see the movie to, to understand it. Okay. So I... Oh, yeah. Weird blue person. Weren't you the one telling me how excited you are for Avatar? Oh, my God. Don't Ugh. get me started. Can we talk about Avatar real quick? And then we'll go into uh, Comic-Con real quick. Yeah. You guys, have you done the 4DX experience? I haven't. But Do you know what it is? Yeah, I, I told you about it. You do, you're the In one the who car. told me about it. That's right. Morgan right. Mizell, Morgan Mizell goes to all of them. Yes. So I did some research after you told me. About okay. It, and I YouTubed what exactly it was, and I'm on board. Ugh. Because if you don't know what the 4DX experience is, it's like a regal cinema or like some cinemas. And these the seats move with the action of the film. Also, there's bubbles and water sprays at you and scent and... Uh, Hard pass. No. I, I, Wait. Hold, hold on. <laughs> Hear me out. So I was like... Mm. I'm not going to go do this, like, to go watch, you know, like, Tar or anything with Kate Blanchett. Like, you got to go, <laughs> you got to go, like, really in, like, an action-packed film, right? Something with lots of bulge. And I was like, oh, my God, Avatar 2. What a great experience. It's taken, like, what? How many years? Ten years for them to make a sequel for 2009? this? 2009? Something years. like that? Yeah. 13. Yeah, 13 years for him, because why? The technology wasn't around yet. So he waited for the technology to get to where he wanted and is now making Avatar 2, and I can't wait. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, this would be so fun. Then I checked the runtime on this movie. Three hours and 12 minutes. No. I'm going to get waterboarded in my own movie seat. <laughs> oh I have worked God. too hard to be tortured at Avatar 2. And I'm thinking I'm going to be sitting there, like, rocking, just be like, oh, God, for three three hours <laughs> and 12 minutes. Like, oh, God, make it stop. I had a pilk. <laughs> Anything can happen. Um, <laughs> and, mind you, you're getting sprayed in the face. The, the movie is called, like, Avatar 2, Rise of the Ocean, or whatever. So we're all going to get tsunamied in Avatar 2. And then just getting sprayed in the face with smell. I'm sure you're going to get like one of those alien whales balls in your face. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I want to see it, though. I think it would be funny. I was on my hike today with my friend, and I told her about it. And I said, should I do this? Is there a release form? <laughs> like, <laughs> how? I mean... It, it sounds like a lot, but it could be just like the most fun material out of it. Just to just to talk about this would be amazing. So I think I'm going to do it. Let me know, guys, if I should go see Avatar in 4DX and if you are going to as well, because I am here for it. Now, from Avatar. Wait, from, wait. So, so I was talking to Morgan 
and he told me the Star Wars movie. So sorry, spoiler coming up. The the episode seven, the one where uh, what's his name dies, Harrison Ford dies when he gets stabbed with the lightsaber. The chair puts something into your back that oh made you feel God. like you're. I would. With all the movie theater stabbings going on, I would have shit my pants. No way. Well, also they said in the in the YouTube video too that there was like like a, they could call it the tickler. What? Time's up, movie theaters. <laughs> You're gonna walk out with a hashtag Me Too. Yeah, I'm gonna get Me Too in the movie theater. Um, <laughs> yeah, as soon as not I hear the first you. time, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but. It's these little things at the bottom of your chairs, like where your seat is, and they like wiggle, like they like wiggle and like hit hit the back of your ankles. I'm good. I'm fine too. I will be doing it. There's though. a guy that lives under the chair that just touches you under the ankle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you get a creepy old man like yeah. hey, like behind you, like uh? That's how we're solving the homeless problem in L.A. Okay. Uh, well, I was gonna say I, I <laughs> give them all get them all jobs. <laughs> Um, I will say I went and saw the menu. One of you guys reached out to me and said, hey, what are your thoughts on the menu, which is the new Ray Fiennes movie? It also stars Judith Light. It also has um, Anya Taylor-Joy in it. Um, And it's about this like crazy chef. Um, And it really kind of triggered me too because working, I worked in restaurants in LA like during my residency here in Los Angeles. Um, and it reminded me of this time that I worked at LACMA, the Los Angeles Museum of Modern Art. And I worked there with Nico Santos from Superstore, who is also in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Good for him. <laughs> I'm excited. Hopefully he can be a guest on this. He was the host there, Marcella Aguayo. She's a comedian and Solomon Giorgio, another fantastic comedian. So the four of us worked there and we had this chef who was insane. He would scream at us. He would like belittle us. He would embarrass us. I mean, full on grown baby yelling at us to make us feel about this small because we didn't know the difference between a mushroom foam and a, you know, cucumber mist. Like it, it, the the storyline of this movie is so good, and it was so well done. It's dark. It's 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 a wild ride. You're kind of like, what? It's funny. I highly recommend it. Um, everyone thought it was going to be like a horror film, and it's not. It's just kind of like a kind of like a suspense thriller. You know, there's some moments where you're like, oh, but it's not like there's no like cannibalism or anything in it. So if you're thinking like you're going to be eating people, you're not. Um, so yes, highly recommend, but I want to go from Avatar to the menu, um, to our sighting at Comic-Con. We went to Comic-Con, Los Angeles Comic-Con on Friday. Uh, it was like the first day downtown and it was, what did you think? Well, it was empty, which was nice, but we were on the way there. We were talking about just different things, and Titanic came up. You guys? And the first thing we saw, you could tell them from here. I manifested Billy Zane. I manifested Billy Zane. Things that I never thought I would have spoke about. I manifested Billy Zane. We are in the car heading to the convention center, and my friend Anne from high school texts me and she's like, I thought of you. I listened to your, your latest episode of Just Saying, and you talked about Titanic being a Christmas movie. And I'm now watching Titanic with my daughter for the first time. I touch lives. <laughs> so while we're driving there, I'm telling this story about how when Titanic premiered, um, my theater group, of course, Back when I dated women, (laughs) my theater uh, department, we were contacted by AMC to dress up as the characters from Titanic. And yours truly, we had not seen the movie. Everyone was ready for it. I was cast as Cam or Cal. What was his name in it? I think it was Cal. 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 I was cast as Cal. 
played by Billy Zane. And we all dressed up as Titanic characters. There was like people in first class. There were like your, your steerage rat people. You know, you had all of the classes and we would walk around and we'd greet the people waiting in line to see Titanic. And we'd be like, oh, good day. Are you here for the Titanic? I hear she's a ship of dreams. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. In San Antonio, Texas. And people were like, what, what are these kids? <laughs> it was like full on like Charles Dickens but for Titanic, and I was here for it. So I was Cal, so I got to walk around and be a dick to everybody, which was kind of amazing. So if I saw, like, a girl in, like, frumpy clothes, I'd be like, ah, third class, and, like, walk away. <laughs> I got to, like, throw shade, like, at people, and they were looking at me and being like, ah, this is incredible. I'm like, yeah, you're getting the Titanic experience, bitch. So then we couldn't see the movie yet because there were, like, we couldn't like sneak in in our, you know, 1913 clothes and sit amongst everybody. So people were leaving to go home and people were bawling, full on, just ugly crying. And I remember looking at this one woman and I was like, are you okay? And she looks at me and she goes, you're dead. You're all dead. All of you are dead. And like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what, what did we get ourselves into? Well, I decided that I was going to like pull a little prank on everybody and I got um, really imaginative and there was a fountain outside and I got in the fountain and pretended that I was dead and I got in trouble. Like the, the, <laughs> the uh, manager was like, you got to get out of the fountain. You can't be late in the fountain. And I was like, but I'm getting into character. Got in trouble. Couldn't do it. But it just made me laugh because I was like, oh, my God, how awful would it have been if we had all done that? And, like, the movie theater came out and all these people were just floating in the fountain. But, yes, manifested Billy Zane because I'm talking about this. We get to Comic-Con. Five minutes into us being there, you looked over at me and you were like, Justin, that's Billy Zane. And I was like, shut up, John. <laughs> Which you were right. You were right because I wouldn't have believed it either yeah. if I didn't see the poster. I was like, John, don't do this to me now. And then all of a sudden, the Titanic poster comes out, and it's Billy Zane! And Billy Zane is at Comic-Con signing autographs. Folding table. Folding table. He looked okay. He looked great. He looked great, you know? I, I appreciate that he was there to, like you know, acknowledge the fans. And, you know, I, we saw him, I bumped fists with Billy Zane. Me too. And of course my dumb ass, I'm just like, we were just talking about you in the car. <laughs> He's like, okay, leave me alone, please. Okay. Bye. <laughs> He's like, you want a picture? It's $80. I'm like, Oh God. Well, I said to you, I said, Holy shit. That's Billy Zane. And he goes every single day. <laughs> he gets that every single day. No, he goes every single day. Like he is Billy Zane. Oh every yeah, he's day. like yeah, I'm Billy I'm Zane. Like, I'm like okay, relax. Yeah, her. calm down. Yeah, but um, eighty five dollars for a selfie. I know. I just took one. And I've been upset for four days. Huh? I've been upset about it for four days because you oh because you were you were mad that he was charging money to take a picture. No, I was mad that he was at a fucking folding table for eighty five dollars to take a picture. Like he's Billy's, like maybe I just hold him to a higher regard because I've seen Titanic 10,000 times. Oh, for sure. But he feel, I feel like he's a, like he's a, he's a cameo in Zoolander. That place only, only cameoed big name. He was also in the boys on Amazon. Oh yeah. He's, he's in, but you only get a, it's only called in my mind. It's only a cameo if it's a big fucking star. Yeah. So to walk in and see him at a folding table for $85 <laughs> selfies, I'm like, what is happening? How dare you? Yeah. You know, whatever. Maybe he's just getting some weekend cash, you know? Start a podcast, bro. Yeah. Well, guess who DM'd Billy Zane? Yeah. Me. Yeah, and yeah, said, did. <laughs> hey, I would love to have you on the podcast and we could talk uh, about what it was like to work on one of the biggest movies of all time. I do an amazing podcast. I would love to have you on Billy Zane. And he looked at me and he smiled and he said, get away from my folding table. No, he didn't say that, but no, I hope hopefully we'll get Billy Zane on the podcast. I mean, I would flip out. I would flip out. I would, Oh, he's just the best. 
He's but, just the best. He has one of the best lines in all of Titanic where he grabs that gross peasant child and he's like, oh, this is my daughter. She's all I have. I'm like, I would be, the, that would be me on a plane. If, if there was like a weird, like women and children first on a, on a ship or something, I'd be like, get over here, kid. Like, oh my God, this is my daughter or my son. Like, we have to go. Like, bye. No, there's no time for like nobility when the, or like ethics when the ship is sinking. Uh-uh. Oh my gosh, you guys, we have breaking news on uh, Just Saying today. I just got this update and was like, oh my God, John, we're talking about this. I think this is very important. Uh, this could change history uh, and it can change so many lives. The man who shot Lady Gaga's dog walker gets 21 years in prison. Yep. James Howard Jackson pleaded no contest to one count of attempted murder. Jackson and others drove around Hollywood on February 24th, 2021, looking for French bulldogs before encountering Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Fisher. Jackson shot Fisher during the robbery near Sunset Boulevard. I, my friend lives on that street and was there when it happened. Um, during which two of the dogs were taken. The pop star's dogs were returned two days later by a woman who claimed she had found them tied to a pole. Authorities said the Lady Gaga connection was a coincidence and the singer's pets were not targeted due to her celebrity status. What do you think? I'm kind of curious if your friend lives near Lady Gaga. I mean, I assume... No, 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 no. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if the what, what do you think? The, the guy, the dog walker takes them on a drive to walk yeah. them around to a poorer area? Well, like to a dog park. There's like dog parks around in the area. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I guess 21 years is fair for what he shot him. Mm -hmm. That's fair for shooting someone. So the door cam, I don't know if you remember, the door cam uh, caught the dog walker screaming, I've been shot, I've been shot, I'm bleeding out from my chest. He lost part of his lung. Oy. About a month after the crime, he posted on Instagram that his uh, recovering has gone well. The pop star's dogs were returned two days later. Remember, they were offering like a $500,000 reward if the dogs were returned with no questions asked. Um, she was in Rome at the time filming. Um, uh, what's it called? What was that dumb movie where she was uh, uh, House of Gucci? Oh. Uh. Uh, the woman was charged with receiving stolen property and the father of another suspect is charged with helping him avoid arrest. <sighs> don't steal dogs, people. Don't be trash. Or also don't shoot people. Can we can we get I'm so over the shooting bullshit. It's really exhausting. Oh, come on. I know. I'm just so numb and like just ugh with it all. I'm like, go away. It's just like this is what I wish the gun people would do. Like, you want to be tough and macho, learn how to fucking fight. Like, learn how to box. You want something? You want to steal something from someone? Box. It's just so sad, too, when you're like, oh, I could just be, like, walking down the street and just, yeah, gone. Yeah, I, it's even more terrifying when, they, when you find out the dog wasn't targeted. It's one thing to shoot because you think you're going to get, ra like, ransom. No, they ransom. were just looking to steal dog. animals. Yeah. And it makes me sad, too, because every time I see a missing dog poster in the area i'm like this is like some adorable breed it's like a husky you know pomeranian breed or whatever and it's like no they, that's what spirit they, airlines is doing that's a it's a dog napping front mm -hmm. they're shipping the dogs on the plane to uh, other countries who <laughs> chris christie yeah the ultimate dog uh -huh. his yeah. niece all right guys well that is enough stories for today however i have uh, just a little bit of a of a story to tell you guys before we go. Last night was the Juicy Scoop Christmas party, and we had such a good time. I want to say thank you to Larson's Steakhouse, which was delicious. I had the most I had the most wonderful dinner I think I've ever had in my life. It was that good. The steak was perfection. Kitty, who was our server, nailed it, knocked it out of the park. Thank you, Kitty, for being there and being an awesome, awesome person and doing an awesome job with the rest of the entire staff. I drank so much. I drank a lot of martinis. I feel like the holidays, you have to be careful with your intake, especially like when there's a lot of holiday parties. I was drinking just martinis and wine and we did it upright. I sat across from Dr. Drew and his wonderful wife, Susan. And overall, it was just fantastic. So I, I, and I just feel like I got to enjoy that because of you guys. So if you've listened to me on Juicy Scoop, if you listen to me uh, primarily here on my podcast, if there's a crossover, I just want to say thank you again. 
you guys listening to this podcast really brightens up my day. Um, it lets me into your homes, into your lives, and it's so nice to to know that I am there to just make your day and your lives maybe a little brighter in a world of dark, dark bullshit. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart, and uh, make sure to take it easy during Christmas parties. That's really the key, because Christmas parties can either... You could go into work the next day and not have a job. <laughs> Has Evan had had to carry you at any point? Huh? Has Evan had to carry you home at any point? Oh, yeah, for sure. When we did Vegas, when we did Vegas... Because you have about a foot on him. Uh, yeah. You're pretty tall. Yeah. When we did Vegas, I had not eaten a oh, lot no. that day. And we were at Tao. And uh, I'm now at that point where I know, where I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here. We got to go. We're done. We did it. <laughs> the night's not going to get better. We don't need to rage further into the night. Like, we did it, Joe. Back to bed. Like, let's go. And he like helped me get up. And then, in, and then, in the, and then in the middle of the night, I was just like, blah. And he was like, oh no, babe. Yeah. And I was really nervous about that because Chris Franjola got on Juicy Scoop the next day, and Heather got to town because she was doing her meet and greet, and she's like, "Where's Justin and Evan?" And, and Chris was like, "Justin had to." Um, he wasn't feeling good. So he went back <laughs> He went back to the room, and I was like, that's classy. Thank you, friend. Um, all right, guys. Make sure to get that CozyEarth.com for your loved ones this holiday season. Use promo code 40JUSTIN. You're welcome. You're going to love it. And um, we will see you guys next week on Just Saying with Justin Marndo. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.